Hi again, and welcome back to the ADHD friendly podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman, an ADHD coach and host of all things ADHD friendly. This is episode four. And today I'm going to be talking about ADHD friendly ways that you can organize your medicine cabinet. So I always like to share where the inspiration hit for me to podcast about a topic. And this one hit over the weekend. I was finally catching up on some of my magazine reading and I came across an article in Real Simple Magazine and it was from August and it was called The Medicine Chest Refresh. And on the very first page, it talked about um, how to look at different things that should be in your medicine cabinet. And one of them was calamine lotion. And I immediately pulled up a visual image in my brain of what my calamine lotion looks like, because um, when I got my COVID um, shot, I got a, I got the COVID rash and I needed to use the calamine lotion. I remember thinking at the time, I hope it's still active, um, but I didn't pay attention to the expiration date. So that kind of took me into a ADHD distraction um, little treasure hunt. And I went and found my calamine lotion. And I wasn't completely surprised. I was a little bit horrified to see that it expired in 2006. And that led me down a very inspired path to see what else had expired. And what did my medicine cabinet look like? So I'm going to start off by sharing the different elements that make up my medicine cabinet. And this is, this is pre um, organization. We're going to do this together. And so again, if you're listening to this podcast, the um, visuals, everything that I'm sharing, if you want to go back and look for um, pictures or examples of what I'm sharing, uh, this is a a pretty heavy visually um, focused episode. So I want to just highlight that if you want to go back and see it, my YouTube channel, ADHD Friendly, is where you can find the videos to these podcasts. So I'm going to start with my um, band-aid bin. So this is everything injury related. Um, quite a mess. So that's the first thing I have. A, I have four different bins that make up the components of my medicine cabinet. So That's the first, the second is just a bunch of, um, cold and allergy things in a bin. So that's number two, let's move this out of my way. So you can have room to show you the rest items two and three used to be, um, a in a little stacking shelf organizer. So this is, it was actually labeled kids meds. Um, I'm sure not only kids meds in here anymore, Um, but it had a little drawer that the movers broke on our last move. So now it's just two individual metal bins. So those are kids meds. And then this is adult meds. So you can see it's really just kind of everything thrown together in there. Not very ADHD friendly if I need to find something. Um, not ADHD friendly in terms of it being safe to take. I have no doubt that a lot of these have expired. So we're going to dig in and see just what the status is of my medicine cabinet and talk about how we can set up a medicine cabinet. That's really ADHD friendly. So let's get started. So I just started with the bin that had all of the bandages, um, injury care, And this is everything that's expired. Some of it, I think the oldest thing expired in 2004. Um, So all of that, I'm going to need to make a list 
of what I do need to replace and a plan to buy it. And then how I'm going to organize it so I can easily see it. Everything that I um, put in place to support myself in an ADHD friendly way keeps in mind visibility, flexibility, and accessibility. I have to be able to get to it easily or I'll just buy another one because I won't think I still have it if I can't easily see it and find it. So this is what's left in the bin. Pretty much um, scissors and gauze tape or gauze bandage tape and gauze and band-aids. That's all that didn't expire, but it will go back into my, my transparent bin. So I'll be able to see it. So I'm going to continue with the other bins. This was a bigger project than I anticipated, but I'm going to go through the process that I've defined and hopefully help you to find some ways that will support you to make any changes that might make your medicine cabinet a little bit more ADHD friendly for your use. So I'm going to start with a little disclaimer for this part. I'm going to go over the different items, but I want to just um, make sure that you're confirming what is safe for your use and for your family members use. So I'm not going to kind of recommend anything. I'm just going to share what I do and what works for me, but always want to caution you to make decisions based on what you know works for you or what's safe for you and your family. Okay. So first I brought in my whiteboard. Um, so that was the first thing that I did was I took the list from the real simple magazine article from August on the medicine chest refresh. And I just wrote out everything that they indicated was essential according to the article. And I made a little chart and columns, whether or not I had it and then I just went through it and I checked off if I have it. And then I looked at the expiration dates and I noted, do I need to replace it? And I just made a little mark there. Then I went back into my medicine cabinet bins that I showed you at the beginning of this episode. And I took each item out and I looked at the dates and I wrote them on my list and indicated if they needed to be replaced. So one thing that I want to just note was if it wanted to be replaced, I just went ahead and put it on my shopping list. And there were two items that real simple in the magazine article had some details on that I found really interesting that I'm just going to share here. And the first was dental wax was one of the items. So it's on my list and it is something I actually have all four of my kids have had braces. So I have dental wax around, but it wasn't specifically in my medicine chest my medicine cabinet, but it is now because they said, um, and I quote, if a chunk of a filling falls out, dental wax can temporarily protect the nerve or smooth, sharp corners. I had never heard that. It made sense. I was inspired. I grabbed it and threw it in. So I just thought I would pass that on because I'd never heard that before. And the second was liquid Benadryl. Um, they said, and I quote, no home should be without it. I'm a rule follower. I always had liquid Benadryl when I had small kids because they couldn't swallow an actual Benadryl tablet, but it, you know, kind of shared how if, you know, we can have an allergic reaction at any time. And I actually got stung over the summer for the first time since I was about five or six years old. And I remember I was really nervous that I was going to have an allergic reaction. And I took physical tablets of Benadryl, but it didn't even occur to me that I should have liquid Benadryl. So that ended up on my list of things to buy. I just wanted to share that with you in case that is something you want to consider for yourself. Next, after I made the list of everything recommended by Real Simple and everything I currently had in my medicine cabinet, and I noted, you know, the things that I had in my medicine cabinet that aren't on the Real Simple list were things like Dayquil, um, 
Delsum cough medicine, hydrogen peroxide, that kind of thing. Um, by the way, all three of those had expired. 75% of what was in my medicine cabinet expired. So they all went on my list. The next step is replacing the items or buying them. They, they currently aren't even in your medicine cabinet and you'd like them to be. So I started online. I went to Costco.com. I'm a Costco member and I like to shop at Costco and I ordered items that don't expire like band-aids, gauze pads, that kind of thing. I did not order anything that might have an expiration date, mainly because I've actually noticed that when I order online, sometimes I get things with an expiration date that's coming up really soon. And I don't want to have to buy these all again in a few months or to have them expired when I need them again in the next year. So I then made a list of everything that Costco said they sell in the warehouse. I made a Costco shopping list. And if it wasn't at Costco where it was going to be too bulky, too many things that I'm just not going to use. And I know I, it will just go to waste before it does expire. I made a target shopping list and just wrote them on a post-it with those headings, took a picture with my camera through my phone, and they will be purchased when I head out after this podcast is finished today to get those items. The storage bins I'm using, I can see into really easily. I like how they work. So that was one less thing I didn't need to buy. So that was exciting um, because I have quite a list of things that I need to replace just to get my medicine cabinet back up to snuff. So I just want to give you an opportunity here to explore if you want to run an ADHD friendly experiment with your medicine cabinet, when would be a good time to just look at the items in your medicine chest? How would you organize it so that it works more for how you need it to work? And what's the easiest way for you to update the items that you need to have on hand? So I'm pretty frequently at Target and Costco. So that isn't a big thing for me to plan two different places to shop. It might be easiest for you just to buy everything online and be done with it. Really think about what's going to be the easiest way to get it done. So it's not one more thing on your to-do list that's draining your energy. And then what might be a good time of year to create a prompt or a reminder to go back and revisit your medicine cabinet. Time flies. It's very invisible to our brain. Remember we're time blind. And I was shocked at how many things I have so few things left that haven't expired. So when would be a good time of year for you to come back and visit? Is it more than once a year? Is it maybe during cold and flu season, the beginning of the fall, or maybe January 1st, you know, the renewal that you'll renew your items for anything that's expired. And how can you make it a little bit ADHD, a little more ADHD friendly to do that? So because I was so shocked to discover how many items had expired, like literally I would have lost every bet because I would have guessed I didn't have more than maybe 20% at most of the items expired. And it was literally three-fourths of the items and not just recently expired. A lot of them, I mean, 2018 feels like it was just yesterday, but apparently a lot of things expired in 2018. So what it did was it created some motivation. I made a spreadsheet. I'm a spreadsheet girl. And I just had a column for item, a column for the category that I decided the item fell in. When I purchased it, you'll see almost everything has 2021 because... I'm buying literally 
almost everything again. If it was already purchased this year, but it hasn't expired, I wrote down the expiration date. I'll add the expiration dates for the things that I'm buying once I have the item in hand and I can see when it expires. And then I put down that my annual inventory was done in November of 2021. I am going to, I printed this out. I have a digital version of it online so I can go in and, and add to it really easily. But I'm gonna put one inside my personal owner's manual. This is now a new tool that I've created to help me keep up with it more easily. So when I see it, I remember. But I'm also gonna tape one inside the medicine cabinet door. So every time I open the medicine cabinet, I can see, and that just reminds me of the days when I used to work in an office and I could see the inventory list. So I could literally go in there if I need to, and just make a note, if I want to remind myself to order something. So again, just think about what would work for you when you think about what's on your list and what would help you to organize it a little bit more easily. And then I also added a reminder just for added insurance to my calendar, December of 2022 to go back and look at the list again. That's all for this week's ADHD-friendly podcast on supporting you to do a medicine chest refresh. Once again, thank you for your time, your focus, and your attention as I shared some tips to make your medicine cabinet a little bit more ADHD-friendly. Until next time, here's hoping your day is a little more ADHD-friendly. Tally how.